Hello, and welcome to At the Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Sam Belden, AVP and Head of Content at Forefront, and today I'm joined by the co-CEOs of Versify, a digital asset trading and lending firm. Samir Shalabi is Versify's founder and president, while Martin Garcia, who joined the firm this past fall, oversees uh, sales and trading functions. Gentlemen, welcome to At the Forefront. Um, Thank you, Sam. So uh, Samir and Martin are joining us today on the heels of a successful uh, Series A funding round announced in November. Uh, and so today we're going to be discussing a little bit about what Versify is bringing to market, uh, how Samir and Martin's unique experiences in both TradFi and uh, digital assets have influenced their approach here, and also their perspective on the evolving crypto regulatory landscape. Uh, and stay tuned until the end. Uh, we're going to be discussing a couple of predictions for 2024 as well. Uh, so it should be a great discussion, but uh, let's start at the beginning. Uh, Samir, it's obviously an exciting time for Versify. So tell us uh, what you're building and, and why this is the right time for you to um, come to market. Yeah, thanks again, Sam, for having us. This is great to be joined by Martin and, and have this discussion. Uh, like you said, it's a really exciting time for Versify. Uh, we see a lot of opportunity in the marketplace, especially post the crypto uh, winter that uh, the industry kind of faced in the last year or so. A uh, lot of opportunities here. There's a lot of interest in the marketplace uh, around trading and lending capabilities uh, offered in a robust TradFi-like uh, institutional uh, model. And uh, we're very excited to be putting together this platform and the capabilities to support institutional clients. Our focus uh, around trading and lending is, is going to be coupled with two key components, if you will. One is a, uh, a high-tech, robust technology capability alongside with a high-touch service model. Uh, that's, that's really critical uh, to support these types of clients in this exciting um, new market opportunity. And as we've talked to institutional uh, uh, fi type uh, hedge fund managers, institutional investors, and so on, we have seen consistent messaging and consistent kind of interest from all of them that uh, uh, the need for trading and lending capabilities around crypto derivatives and spot uh, is something that they're very interested in. Uh, they'd like to uh, start investing at scale in the industry, but they'd like to see counterparties that are robust, that are operating in a model that's consistent with how they've operated for the last 20, 30, 50 years. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And uh, we're very excited to uh, also have as our anchor investor, you mentioned our Series A, you know, Hunting Hill uh, uh, Global Capital came in and invested and led our Series A uh, round, which is great. Uh, they're obviously a Petfi fund that has had crypto exposure in the last few years. So they are uh, intimately familiar with the market. They understand it. They uh, can certainly guide us in, in our journey. Uh, but also they are, uh, as a TradFi fund, they, they, they want to see that robust market structure. They want to see uh, a uh, strong, viable counterparty that is able to support them. Uh, and we're, we're elated to just have them as our key anchor investor and partner here as we're building our business. 
Fantastic. Thanks for that overview, Samir. And uh, Martin, turning to you now, um, you're sort of the newcomer to Versify, but not to the digital asset space, uh, having headed up uh, trading and lending at Genesis, and, and in addition to having a long career in the uh, TradFi space. So uh, tell us what led you to uh, join Versify and, and what you see as the opportunity here. Yeah, thank you, Sam. And, um, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head that, you know, very excited to be joining um, Samir, uh, obviously in my last role at, at Genesis, which is a wholly owned sub of uh, digital currency group, uh, it was really a fantastic seat for the time that I was there from, uh, you know, its inception and really before in the early days of uh, crypto trading uh, until I left in the summer of 2021. Uh, so in that seat, you know, was really able to be at the front of a lot of these different conversations with uh, institutions as they uh, began their exploration into digital assets uh, and was just so fortunate for that experience uh, to be you know part of the DCG umbrella where you have uh, Grayscale and Asset Manager, Genesis that was doing trading and lending, uh, you know, a you know mining company and foundry, and a news media company in Coindesk, uh, in addition to DCG's venture portfolio, you really had such an interesting look at the space in general and really allowed uh, me to see the space from uh, you know, a unique view that not a lot of people were able to, to enjoy. Um, so obviously uh, after my departure uh, from, from Genesis, I took some time off and uh, began uh, kind of speaking to Adam Gurren at Hunting Hill, who was a, uh, a client and became a friend. Uh, and uh, he had introduced me to, to Samir. And, you know, over the next, you know, year or so, you know, got to know Samir a little bit better, got to understand the way that he, he thinks and he operates. Um, and it, one of the biggest, uh, you know, issues that I felt uh, that uh, I wasn't able to do a good enough job at Genesis was on the technology front. We had a lot of great people, a lot of, uh, you know, great uh, uh, positioning in the market and just didn't have the tech to service, you know, the clients as well as we we maybe had, had wanted to. So being able to partner with someone like Samir uh, that brings this depth and breadth of knowledge um, it's just really special. And I feel like the, the timing was really, uh, you know, fortuitous for us, right? You've got this washout of a lot of the different companies in the space, my predecessor firm included, um, and really presented a really unique opportunity where you're seeing some rapid changes, um, in the space. And a lot of the signals that we saw that meant that, uh, we felt institutional adoption was going to take another, you know, another move forward uh, and continue on this path to, uh, you know, really more widespread, you know, institutional adoption in general. Um, so, you know, really, you know, it was uh, the way that Smear thinks about things and his, uh, what he brings to the table from kind of the technological standpoint that made a lot of sense for me. And he's built and, uh, and sold successful businesses in the past. Um, that I felt made him just a really, really amazing partner. Uh, and I'm not naive to the amount of work that it will be to, to build a company like this 
and being able to work with somebody that you enjoy being around, that has a lot of energy, uh, that uh, demands a lot from, you know, from the people that he works with is something that I also identify with. Uh, and I'm just very excited to be working alongside him. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. And I can really feel the excitement from from both of you about what you're building. So that that is always great to see uh, on the at the forefront podcast, but for the uh, the crypto space in general. So that's great. Um, talking about the broader crypto landscape, uh, Samir, one of the reasons um, I, I think most people agree institutions have hesitated to get into crypto is because of that lack of regulatory clarity. And, and I imagine that uh, that reality sort of has an impact on how a provider like Versify thinks about its business, its strategy. So tell me about how you are accounting for the evolving regulatory landscape in how you guys are building your business. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'll tell you, this is definitely the biggest challenge, I think, for the overall industry is the regulatory landscape and how, how do we manage it and so on. Um, and, you know, and, and as we were looking and as we were kind of uh, planning, um, you know, the roadmap and the, you know, establishing the vision of both supply and so on, spent a lot of time talking to a lot of the institutional investors and kind of getting their thoughts and feedback and, and then they were looking for a few things. One was, you know, the counterparties that are robust, that are operating, you know, in an institutional-like uh, model. And that was obviously something we can control and manage. The other was <clears throat> the overall market structure and how different participants can kind of work together to satisfy uh, the overall kind of need for the market. And, uh, and that's something, again, I believe is now happening given the crypto winter of last year. I think uh, there's a transformation that's going on now in the industry and, and all the different participants are starting starting to focus on uh, particular functions and they're all starting to work together on that, which is all great um, because we want to be collaborative to build the, the total solution, if you will, for our collective clients. But then the third component is the regulatory oversight. Um, and we at Versify are building with a uh, kind of a regulatory mindset in, uh, you know, as we're establishing all of our processes, procedures, technology, footprint, et cetera. Uh, we know regulation is coming. We are building um, for this regulation. We're not shying away from regulation. We know that it's coming. We're embracing it, if you will. And uh, we are building everything with an eye towards regulation. Um, and frankly, it's, it's good to see that the market now is going to evolve and transform itself a bit, because that's going to make it easier for the regulators to come in and regulate when they see a market structure that looks and behaves like TradFi. That's going to make it a bit easier for them to start regulating and defining kind of the boundaries and so on. Um, to make this work in a, in a more robust fashion that would support the institution. You know, so for example, one of the things that we've already seen the market uh, changing and evolving around is uh, exchanges that had been trying to offer uh, exchange as well as custody all wrapped up um, along other capabilities like market making, lending, et cetera. We're starting to see the exchanges now starting to break up uh, exchange activity from custody activity and trying to partner with custodians. And that's a very big positive for the industry because that certainly was conflicted and, and 
uh, it did not resemble what we had seen in uh, in Fed Five. You know, obviously New York Stock Exchange doesn't custody anything, as an example. Um, so seeing that change, that's a good thing, and frankly, that's in line with some of the comments that the SEC had given out, you know, a year or so ago, um, that custody and exchange activities should be segregated. So it's good to see market participants in the market kind of evolve um, to make it easier for the regulators to regulate. Uh, and certainly at Versify, we're building everything and we're doing everything with an eye towards regulations and uh, with what we think is going to be the end market structure. And uh, we're trying to make sure that everything we do is consistent with that end market structure, which frankly is going to look like that's fine. That's our, that's our belief. Um, so we're embracing all this, we're building with all this in mind, and uh, when the regulation is established and, and, and fully kind of clear to everyone, we feel that we'll, we'll be kind of, we're not going to change anything, it's going to be built for that, and, and we're hopefully kind of beneficiaries of uh, the regulatory framework that will be established at, at some point. Great. Thanks for that explanation. Um, you brought up a couple of examples of market evolution there. And uh, with 2024 nearly upon us, uh, it makes sense to, to think about the market as a whole, think about how it, it may or may not evolve um, in the year ahead and uh, beyond. So, so Martin, with that, uh, give, give us a sense. What, what's one prediction uh, that you have uh, for the digital asset landscape as we head into 2024 and, and look beyond? Yeah, thanks, Sam. So uh, I think that uh, the, the the main prediction for for twenty twenty four for for me is that uh, we will see an ETF approved. You know, obviously, early next year is is my belief. Uh, but taking it a step further, uh, I believe that that uh, approval will drive institutional adoption, and not only drive institutional adoption, but it will then. Uh, push uh, the regulatory bodies and the governing bodies uh, out there to, to create more uh, guidelines from a regulatory standpoint. So I think that the ETF approval will drive institutional adoption, which will then, um, you know, push, you know, push those institutions even further uh, to push the regulators to have more clear guidelines for us. Uh, and it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy that, a lot of the institutions that that we talk to, because there's no clear guideline, because we're seeing a lot of this uh, regulation by enforcement, they are more hesitant than maybe they were, uh, you know, in the bull run that we saw in 2021 uh, and, and prior. Uh, so I'm I'm confident that we'll see this ETF approved. That then we will see you know the institutions pushing regulators and regulators pushing because they want to see. Uh, you know, they want to put protections in place for investors and have this look more like, uh, you know, other asset classes that they have have seen uh, in the past. So uh, not going to go so far as to say that certain uh, uh, prominent uh, finance CEOs will will reverse their course entirely in 2024. Uh, but I do think that you will see that happen um, once we get some more of the regulatory clarity which I think we might just miss in 2024, but I think uh, in the next 18, 24 months, uh, I think is when we'll start to see, uh, you know, some real uh, updates from the regulators that are out there. 
That's great. Now, that helped, in general, know. we think it's going to be sorry. We think it's going to be an exciting time. Twenty twenty four is going to be a real exciting year. So we're looking forward to that. Very exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, no, it, it, uh, you guys touched on a couple of ways that it, it feels like we're really at an important inflection point in, in crypto right now. And, and the fact that you guys are, are building your business towards that, that future state, um, it, it is really fantastic to hear you guys, uh, describe it in detail. So appreciate your time today. Um, you know, to, to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this great discussion of what Versify is building, uh, and, and how they see the crypto landscape at large. Um, so if you'd like to learn more about what Versify uh, is up to, you can check them out at Versify.io. That's V-E-R-S-I-F-I.io. Uh, or you can over, head over to uh, Forefront Communications website, uh, ForefrontComs.com. That's comms with two Ms uh, to hear more discussions like this. Uh, so again, thank you to all who tuned in. And uh, thank you, Samir and Martin, for your time today. Uh, until next time.